destroy all monsters. I like the scene where Mothra is like going towards a train and you see the train <laughs> from really high up. And <laughs> wasn't that a cool yeah. scene? Does, does, does that train remind you of uh, a movie you worked on called Runaway Train? Runaway Train? Way? As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I have a story about Runaway Train. I knew you would. <laughs> yeah. It's story time with Mick. It's story time with Mick. Mick's drawn is the best. He is gonna blow your mind. Story time with Mick. Story time with Mick. I was just recently talking to... Um... Uh, in fact, just today, uh, I was talking to Stephen Marsh, and he was the production designer on Runaway Train. I worked with him. I was an art director on Runaway Train, and he kind of was doing the L.A. sequence, and I was doing the, you know, uh, up uh, up in uh, Alaska stuff with the actual trains. And we were talking about in the script, in the script, uh, f first of all, um, as Alaska is really like that. It's cold. Goddamn cold. I mean, we're there in the middle of the winter and, and, uh, and, and, and I go in, I remember that Steve Marsh had come up from LA because we were kind of like dealing with all the, uh, all the, the actual trains and the rain through the snow. And he was dealing with the LA stuff, which was, um, some of the close-ups of the train and and all the control room stuff and 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 that and uh the con he had designed this control room off of literally off of the control room that we were taking a tour of in alaska and it was so funky for that it was the 80s oh but, yeah yeah but the great thing about it is is that this control room was set up pretty much the way that it would have been done in the 60s that was set up pretty much just like um <laughs> like that film that we just saw right you know right i mean it was literally a representation of the you know laid out in plywood all around you was a representation laid out with tape i mean really done nicely tape and 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 like little switches and little mountains and stuff like that as a representation of the trains the actual tracks that went through alaska and, and i remember even at the time thinking wow this is this is pretty funky technology <laughs> cuz yeah and and it and they're explaining to us like you know uh, basically it was set up so that they could tell uh, where they were doing their snow work, right? Ah, uh, yeah. And and, and 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 literally, this thing is is all around us. You know, it's like the biggest uh, not eight. It's the biggest HO train track you ever seen in your life. Except for it doesn't have it had just has representation, just uh, like mm -hmm. pieces of tape, right? Yeah, representing the train lines, and th there are lights everywhere, right? You now, like every six inches. Through it, there's lights, you know, and and I'm standing there, and I just met Steve Marsh, and I've I've been up in Alaska 
you know, dealing with all these problems and putting stuff together. And, uh, and we're getting the grand tour. And, um, and, uh, so we're, we're walking around and, and, and he and I are telling this story to Jack Shoulder, uh, and another director here today on uh, zoom. And, and yeah, and we're looking around and saying this and this and, 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 and this is our avalanche, uh, warning system, avalanche and, and poor weather warning system. We know by looking at, you know, what the lights, you know, which lights come up, we know where we have to go clear the track or, or you know, or something. And, 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 and we're looking and, and I, and I'm, and Steve goes to, turns to me and he goes, well, Hey, where, uh, where are, are we filming? And I said, well, we're filming in through this segment. Cause you could tell, I mean, exactly where it was. We're filming in this segment, huge, you know, the, all the way across here. And, uh, you know, over here, we've got, we're going through the tunnels where the avalanche gate is. And over here, we go over the bridge. And then over here, right there, is uh, is where the caboose jumps the track and goes through the um, uh, goes through the switching shed, right? And uh, and and I'm pointing at it, and he said, and Steve turns and he points at it, and he goes, right there. That's where the switching shed is. And so yeah, yeah, right there. And then all of a sudden, the light that we're that's right on the track, right where we're pointing, just the light goes on red. Bing. <laughs> and the and uh and uh Steve turns around and goes, Hey, what's what's the red light mean where our where our switching shed is? <laughs> and the and the control the train controller, head controller walks up and he looks he mean he goes, Oh, you mean was <laughs> <laughs> And sure enough, wow. that whole segment of track, including all of our work and everything, had just been completely buried in an avalanche. Oh, man. <laughs> He's, he, it, I remember Steve going, Steve said something like, uh, so uh, when can we get, <laughs> when can we dig that, uh, th our uh, uh, our shed out? <laughs> and uh, the guy goes, uh, April? <laughs> Maybe, it melts? May? Maybe May? Maybe <laughs> May? <laughs> which which was a great i mean you know the, the thing is 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 and and even steve said that you know we would go along we had we had built this whole uh support train that and we would go out we would film and we didn't know when we would get back because there were avalanches happening all the time and so once you started to film with the trains uh once you started to go out into the wild you had no idea when you were getting back right or so, if you were getting back or well I, I mean no literally like it could be weeks before you got back and you'd yeah. be up in the middle of, so we carried all kinds of food and we had a kitchen and we were all set up and and uh, we had uh we're talking about this uh the segment of coming through uh these this tunnel right and uh, we're out on the train, and and you would uh, once you came out the tunnel, the snow was like intensely heavier. 
You know, it's like this, this was the area that was really cold, you know, where we were running and you would stop the train. And <laughs> I, I remember the first time it happened to me, I, I pulled the door aside and I get the tool. They say, Oh, we're going to go up and we're going to take care of the signs up here. Cause they say Alaska railroad and we're not supposed to be in Alaska. So we're, we're going to have to Greek out the signs. And, and, and so in my mind, we're going to park the train and then we're going to go and we're going to pull out the signs uh, by walking up the tracks like a couple of miles and taking <laughs> all the trains yeah. as we go. And um, I mean, that's what totally that's how it worked in my head. And we opened the doors and <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, I was thinking, well, this is great. It's just like the it's just like it's all even out there. I mean, from the door straight, it was even, and I took my first step, and I, I, I'm not kidding. I'm, I was, just it was nothing but white in front of me. And I went, what the fuck is that? And I'm looking <laughs> up, up, and up here, like another five feet above my head, is, is the sunlight coming through a hole in the snow. <laughs> I was like, oh, and I. And all of a sudden, it's like, you know how the scope of the job that you have to do all of a sudden yes. changes? Oh, wow. And all yeah. of a sudden, you realize that the poles that have the signs on them... They go them way down. Are, <laughs> yes. ...are like 25 feet tall. And you just happen to be seeing the top five feet of them or four feet of them and the rest yeah. of it. And it's like, oh. <laughs> It was a lot of work from then on. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I had a. Uh, it was a, a, a good time. I mean, I I I was in the caboose when it actually. It. So I remember we were sitting in the movies and and uh, there was a guy that was right next to me saying, "You know what? It's really, it's weird. That's a really good miniature when that when the uh, caboose gets hit by the other train." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, another miniature. <laughs> I was in that. I was in that caboose, and we just." We just missed our cue, and the other train hit the caboose. <laughs> <laughs> and you were in there. <laughs> oh man, oh, that's funny. I I, I got to tell you something. I was like, uh, uh, I, I was up in the turret, you know, of, of the caboose, and and uh, that when I woke up, I was on the floor. <laughs> I was oh, I was I was on the floor, almost out of the caboose, back by that ring. You know, the, oh, okay. the, the yeah. ringbacks out there as on that little cage porch out there going, Beep, boop. <laughs> that was, that was like 30 feet away from where I started. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Great uh, time was had by all. Well, Great it sounds like time. a fun movie because uh, other stories you've told about that. They're oh, pretty yeah, intense. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, it was, it was, it was just, you know, what was weird is it was just like super intense. You know, and, and it was all driven by like uh, uh, just by weather, yeah. and 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 the whole experience was just uh, weather and trains. I mean, you know, it, I, it, there were just like little things that would get you, just make you like go, oh, oh, I didn't expect that. Like we would shoot the train, we would like get the cameras all set up, get the track prepared. Get the get everything like you know just pristine and you know cover our own tracks and everything, and uh, and we were acting as you know everything you know the camera guys were there but we were we were trying to like 
do multiple shots as it was going by. So literally everybody is out there, you know, holding, running one of the cameras and the train. And we do that, you know, one of those approaches of the train and we, and, and I think that we were also hitting it with a mirror. Right. Ah, so, okay. so that, so that you, uh, you do a shot and you put the mirror to 45, uh, in, right in front of the train and then just shoot it and, and, and it smacks the mirror. And we were doing all that and we all set it up for like one for the first shot of the day. And, uh, and the, the tracks are completely frozen. I mean, really deep frozen. Like this is like, uh, about minus between minus 20 and 40 degrees. Right. And, um, when the train goes past, it's like, you just see it and you realize (laughs) they were sitting there and we're talking on the radio and he goes, ah, what happened? Hello? Are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yes. You are here. Am I? Yeah. Okay, well, I can't see me on my end. I don't know what the hell went You're probably wrong. Maybe changed your view somehow. Somehow. <clears throat> even, though, even though I wasn't touching the... Uh... If I'm really big, it's just me. <laughs> or is it a... Okay, well, hold on. Hold on. One little sickie. I might go out and I might come back. You're the only person I know that has to see themselves. Oh, shut up. I need to see myself. Okay. Oh, there I am. Okay. So I have to see myself so I can talk. <laughs> so I can talk. But the thing is, is so we set up all the cameras and everything, and, and, and uh, the train goes past us, and it was going, and we had, like, gotten it back a ways, and, and that took forever, right? You know? Uh, then it goes past us, and when it go, went past us, it was probably bearing along about 40, 50 miles an hour. And um, turns out, because the tracks are frozen... It takes longer to stop. <laughs> I, I, was, I was waiting for that. Yeah, yeah. It's like 15 miles. It's like, it was like 50, and it was going downhill, right? Oh, that was, there's yeah. a grade right there. And, 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 and literally, we just waved by for two and a half hours, just fucking sat there and froze our goddamn asses off. For two and a half hours until the train could get back, right? You know, like, holy crap! <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's it's like it's like the, the little weird decisions you make out there, kind of, you know, they're they're not Southern California decisions anymore. They're <laughs> they're like Alaska decisions, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I grew up in the subtropics of Wyoming. Yeah, <laughs> so right. It's not that yeah, much so warmer than uh, Alaska. <laughs> in fact, we used to go to roads in the snowy mountains, snowy range actually, snowy range in Wyoming. Right. Where you'd see these, like in the summer, you see these long tr- like poles, and they're like tr- they're actually literally trees that they took all the <laughs> leaves off. And right. It's just the, the t- and they put that on the side of the road. They line them up on the side of the road. And when you when people first visit, like when they came to, from other places to visit us, they'd be like, "Why are those?" holes on there say well that's how deep the snow gets <laughs> right exactly. you have to see the snow plows have to find this the road <laughs> see and you have to think to yourself that suppose that you were in a train and you pulled up and the and one of those poles was right next to you right and it was only five feet high and so what would you think it was like well it's what seven feet or something like that no <laughs> we had to be careful when we went camping like when i was in boy scouts we'd go camping in the winter 
Right. And we had to be careful if we were camping on snow because we would have to see the signs that say, oh, 30 foot base. That means there's 30 feet below you. <laughs> and you have to be careful how, how you walk on it, like, so you know it's firm enough to. <laughs> Man, yeah, that's uh, I, I, I learned. I learned so much more than than I than I ever had wanted to. Yeah. And that's really like there. Alaska is probably more brutal, obviously, because of the. And, and you can't control the weather either, right? I mean, so it's like, yeah, yeah. It's like just, pl- yeah. at least the plane goes by, you can just wait. But uh, <laughs> avalanche, yeah, avalanche. It's it's, it's also like that thing of uh, of uh, <laughs> we kept misplacing cameras, and then, <laughs> and I mean, at first, <laughs> you know, it, it, there were little tricks that we started to, to like get a hold of it is like tying a string to things oh yeah yeah, like, t- yeah tying strings to tools <laughs> the clapper it, 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 yeah <laughs> <laughs> just because you're you're losing everything in the tunnels and you know and uh oh yeah i i, I literally uh and, and they say well you know when are we going to be able to find that you know it's like yeah <laughs> did you have a lot of equipment you had to go back for in the summer <laughs> Oh, I don't think that we went back for it. <laughs> it <laughs> just died out there. <laughs> there was, I, I, I know that we lost at least two Aeroflexes, 35-millimeter uh. Aeroflexes, and at least a couple of Mitchell uh, little crash boxes out there and just, um, you know, never saw them again. I I I I watched a guy fumble a lens while standing on a trestle, and we all and we all watched. And just go, eh. I mean, like the entire crew just went. Eh. <laughs> oh wow! And, 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 <laughs> in the snow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it's not it's not like you could go down and get it because you couldn't see where the hell it landed. It's just like. <laughs> Oops. Oh well. It's yeah. part of nature now. <laughs> yeah, it was it, it was absolutely loony. Did you have any encounters with uh animals? Did or? I did indeed. <laughs> I was we were we were like hanging on this like uh weird uh cliffside and and it had a road that led, led off of it that um that an avalanche we were putting an avalanche gate at, right? And uh it it was, it was like literally must have been at least 400 feet down four to 500 feet down to the river at the bottom so so the train comes out in a tunnel and, and so that goes back up and and is at least you know uh, uh, uh 1500 2000 feet high right so you're just on the side of this hill but they've cut a road in all the way back there that creates the platform where the train comes out spent a lot of time on that platform man i'm telling you but the weirdest thing is that there was this little cut in up 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 a little bit that you know you went out to take a leak you know and it had like some trees you know stuck in it and uh so you'd walk down into the cut in and you know it was that was the bathroom and i uh i was uh pissing behind a tree and 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 I hear this, 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 <laughs> yeah. And I smelled this awful smell. And it was a production oh, assistant. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we just hired a moose. Oh, it was and a moose. I, I oh man. Peek out from behind a tree, and there's this moose, and and 
And the, the thing is, is the moose is like maybe 30 feet away, 20 feet away, right? Uh, and people and, don't realize how big those things are. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. And they stink. Oh, it's like it's like 30 feet is not enough right. to be away from one. I mean, <laughs> holy shit. And not only that, so, so – but, but there's something that they really – that they don't tell you about it is that when I – kind of moved out I, I moved out to see what that sound was I'm like oh fuck it's a moose and I'm looking at him and he's looking straight at me but he doesn't see me right <laughs> because he's looking straight at me right right so he starts to swing his head and it's one time one thing they always tell you is like be careful when they start swinging their head they're looking for you yeah right because they have to get an eye on They'll you. They'll charge you, basically. Right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, and so he's, he's swinging his head, and I just kind of like ease my way back behind the tree. <laughs> and and he, walks, he walks up until he's just like right on the other side of the tree. And I can hear him. I can smell him the high heaven. I thought I was going to throw up. And, 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 and the thing is, is I can still see, because I can see, his his antlers moved from burp, <laughs> still looking for you. Come in, he's still looking for me. He knows that I'm there somewhere. He probably but, thought you stunk. He's like, ah, what's that smell? Yeah. What the hell is that smell? <laughs> and he finally walked away, man. I tell you something. I didn't pee. I probably didn't pee for four or five days. <laughs> but but man, it, it's like you, you do you you, you know. I'm looking straight ahead while I'm describing him to you, but it's not like that. Right. It's like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they—they they, they are so much bigger than you think. They—they are not—they are not equivalent to a horse. No, the first time yeah. I saw one was in person near in a near a river, and I was like petrified. Like, oh my <laughs> yeah, god! Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I remember I was driving I, I was driving back to Kennewick one time from Salt Lake City. And I was coming at night. Uh, some of the some of the uh, mountains in between, uh, just just first in, just before you're getting to Idaho. You know, some of those long mountain stretches. And I keep and I saw something in the the headlights, and all of a sudden I realized that there's two moose standing right in the middle of the freeway. Right. Oh, yeah. And I just went right between them you know right i was i was i didn't have enough time to make a controlled stop <laughs> so i figured well i'd rather have control and keep going but yeah. they were just standing there anyway so they didn't, <laughs> had no idea what was going on you wouldn't there want were, to hit one probably well one more funny thing before we go uh there, i did wake up one day and there there was a uh newspaper out of fairbanks that uh, said uh, it, they have a problem uh, with the moose like to walk on the railroad tracks uh, because okay. because they're easy to get around right so they kill 70, 70 to 100 a year are killed by the trains and and they literally have a specific uh, engine and car that goes out and picks them up <laughs> wow and and then the, and then they're uh, given to the poor Right. Oh, okay. Because uh, moose meat is a hell of a lot. Of, it's a hell of a lot of meat. But but like I say, uh, the great thing was is that the uh, there was an overhead shot and 
there was a <laughs> there was a dead moose laying over on its side, and then right in front of it was a train that was laying on its side that was <laughs> and the first three or four cars of, <laughs> of the train were laying on its head and it said um alaska moose score was the headline the score is uh is now 50 to one right. <laughs> that's awesome I thought, yeah, that's a good headline. I, I, I'm going to go back and find that someday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know, that's what happens. <laughs> right. Show business, how glamorous it is, right? We were standing We were standing on that, that one spot there, you know, look at, looking out. Uh, what the hell were we looking at? We were, oh, we were looking up this place called... Um, called uh, uh bear i think it was bear frozen bear, frozen bear creek which was the the ravine that we were standing next to doing all that work and stuff and there and i'm standing there with this uh carpenter by the name of mike Carr, and we're starting to to do the avalanche skates and, and he says oh shit. he says oh, look at this uh he says i have been up here for 20 years and i have never seen this before and I go, what are you talking about? He says, yeah, it's because you Hollywood people. And literally, he goes, look down that way. And I look up the up the creek, and there's an eagle coming. And then he says, now look the other way. And I look the other way. And there's another eagle coming. Oh. And they come up, and they and they go up. I can hear the music now. Yeah. <laughs> the they porn go music. Up, they, they grab talons, and they fall. Fall, yeah. And then they fall. And when they fell, they fell below us. I mean, because we're looking at them going down all the way, almost to the ground, and then out, and then and they went through the whole mating ritual, which is about five different five five falls. I, I, I guess it's you know five out of eight falls or something like that. <laughs> so, uh, and he goes, God, I can't believe it. You know, you, you heads come up here from uh, from California and from from the film business, and the next thing you know, Mother Nature's getting into the act too. Oh, there you go. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Maybe thank you. the Eagles were shooting a porno and you guys walked on set. Hey, you don't know. <laughs> you just don't know. <laughs> and you know what? I've learned to share. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, eagle sex is probably a it's, lot nicer hey, than moose hey, sex. <laughs> it's not It's not like it's the first time I've had to share my, my sets with a porno. <laughs> oh, boy. Ugh. <laughs> I wouldn't want to share anything with the porno. With yeah. The, yeah. Well, it wasn't intentional. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So. I think, we, yeah. Well, that was a wild and woolly. So we just need to review Running Away Train, right, and then we'll, we'll kind of take these stories and just smoosh them in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless you want yeah, to tell them again. <laughs> It, it sounds like it sounds like it's a two parter to me. That's all I have. To Actually, say. that that movie gets more interesting the more you talk about it because uh, I don't remember ever seeing it. I think I've seen it, but I don't remember much about it. <laughs> and uh, but you keep telling these stories about it, and I'm like, it's epic. <laughs> it's oh yeah no it's it is an epic story. It, it, it's a it's a great story because it, it's just uh, it, it's got so much you know uh, 
so many weird elements going on and it, it, and it was such an oddball crew and it, it, it and it, uh, it, it's like a stupid man against weather, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> stupid men against weather, telling a story about stupid men against the weather. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, it's like, it, it's like, it's like the, it, the filming couldn't, be more like the film if it tried <laughs> this or as as i like to say this couldn't be more like this if it tried is that life imitates art or whatever, however they say it oh look a train just crashed hey hey <laughs> oh <Whoa>, wait <laughs> film's over <laughs> wait, no 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 they'll, they'll, they'll know the ending now okay <laughs> Oh well. Anyway, see that, that was, was timed. That, that was, was off. That was damn well timed. But, no, it was perfect. You know, it's like uh, uh, it was on the off. Oh my god! It's not a moose. <laughs> <laughs> it's, is that the moose or is that the eagle? I don't get it. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, that was a lot of fun. It was probably more fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good time too. <laughs> but yeah, so, so. you know, uh, this all comes down to this: is I'm actually doing a film now uh, with Steve Marsh uh, that starts in September, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, September through October. Cool. Um, it and the first thing Steve says is, uh, "There will be no f-ing trains in this." <laughs> movie. No model trains? Not yeah. even a hint? Not even one. <laughs> like one in the background or something? No? Okay. No. I, I hear that whistle blowing, <laughs> and I throw up. <laughs> oh, can't be as bad as those cat whistles, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, I oh, think we're clickers, out of here. That's right there. The cat clickers. It's the clickers. Yep. <laughs> anyway. Uh-oh. God, it's been an interesting life, right? What the hell? Well, you're only halfway done. Yeah, exactly. You seem like one of those guys that will live to be like a hundred just to torture people. (laughs) You know, uh, uh, never let it be said that uh, Strawn didn't live long enough uh, to be a burden to his children. (laughs) 